Welcome to the Bringing the Human Back to Human Resources podcast, the podcast all about the delicate balance between people and business, and quite literally, reconnecting the two. My name is Tracy Rubin, and I've spent nearly my entire professional career in HR. Join me as I share stories, opinions, and words of advice with you each week. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I have such an exciting episode for you to listen to, to watch. And my guest, Megan Houle, is a friend. She's a a colleague in, in so many ways because she also is and grew up in retail. And she's just been an amazing partner through all of this fun stuff at the podcast and being in an HR profession and everything. I mean, Megan and I uh, met virtually a few years ago, actually, I think during the quarantine in 2020. So we've never met in person. And um, she has just been such a good friend and such a, a wonderful person to lean on and reach out to and a resource and someone who's connected me with so many people. Um, and I just, I, I think you are going to love listening to our episode today. I actually was on her podcast, the Pivot with Purpose podcast, um, back in 2021. So in the beginning of 2021, almost a year ago, and we talked all about HR and making the switch to HR and so many amazing things. And I'm going to link that episode for you. So if you want to catch it, you can listen to it. Megan is a senior executive recruiter at the Bowerman Group, focused on luxury and specialty retail, corporate and wholesale businesses. And she is ACC certified as a career and business coach. And let me tell you, You are going to get a -a one-of-a-kind coaching on this episode. I think you're really, really going to enjoy it. And she has spent so many years of her career in retail, so she and I connect on that level, you know. And even if you are not in retail, we always say this, these industries are, they, they shift and they change and they overlap, right? So it doesn't matter whether she's a retailer, non retailer former retail, if I'm in retail, we all have something to bring to the table and I think you're just going to enjoy what she has to say. In this episode, we are going to talk a lot about career glow-ups and what that glow-up looks like. So um, if you are looking to make a shift in your career, if you're looking to make a change or you know, maybe get that promotion or earn more or whatever it is that you want to get after, we talked about manifesting destiny, right? In the very first episode of 2022, you are going to get some amazing um, information and facts and tips on this episode. So stay tuned. Um, all of the links to connect to Megan will be in the show notes below, wherever you're listening or watching. Um, so you can connect with her and don't forget to rate review and subscribe to this podcast. Let's get right into it. I was so excited, Megan, that you're here. Um, just in general, I mean, it's funny that the internet has brought us together because I don't remember exactly the moment that we connected because we've never met in person. We've only met through the interwebs. And it's just amazing. I remember the time that we spoke over the phone during Mm -hmm. the big queue in 2020, big quarantine, and how Mm -hmm. enthralled I was by your energy and passion around what you were doing. And I had already started the podcast and you were just starting your podcast. So I'm so excited to have you on the show. Finally, took way too long. I know. Well, thank you. And I feel like as the saying goes, birds of a feather. You know, I, I think for me, seeing other individuals that live in our retail space, but are also, you know, kind of doing these new passion 
projects, um, you know, sort of bringing to life some things they've had in their soul, be a podcast or otherwise, um, you know, seeing other people kind of taking the same journey. You're like, hey, me too. Yeah. You know, and like, what best practices can we share? You know, how can we lift each other up? And as we know, it's it's not easy, mm-hmm. you know, working a full-time job plus managing all the content, mm-hmm. being one boss babe shows over here. <laughs> um, it's It's really nice to have a support group, you know, beyond just all of the retail things that we do, but like really sharing in some of our other same yeah. loves. For those listeners who maybe are are looking for more career specific guidance, because naturally, like I talk a little bit about it on my podcast, but I think one of the things that you do really nicely is that you bring on guests that are in all of these different areas of industries and careers. And you talk about pivoting and and how we can maximize our potential. So when we think about career glow ups, which I love because we're everyone's yeah. about the glow up right now, what advice would you share with those of us who want to have a career glow up this year and and what are some things that people can do to like start to take action? To elevate, yeah. I mean, certainly I think I don't know that many humans that are not looking inside themselves right now and being like Hmm. What can I change about my life? <laughs> what can be a little bit better? Um, you know, we've had a lot of time over the past couple of years beyond watching Netflix um, to really sit with ourselves and say, well, some maybe more time than others, but just in general, you know, with this life shift we've been tossed into via working at home, mm-hmm. lockdowns, reevaluating what's important in life. Um, where our priorities are, you know, I think the key word and listen, pivot, I'm a hashtag trademark, you know, that word's not going away for all the pivot word haters, <laughs> you know, it's the heart of my podcast that. is not going I've away. I've seeing that flying around. I'm like, I'm not here for the anti-pivot word. No, yeah. no, it's still here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would just say like this, maybe a couple words as we get into this year, um, in 2022 alignment and clarity, you know, I think a glow up truly is it's not about, you know, chasing that next big shiny company name or brand because as we know, Tracy and, you know, no, no names being tossed out, you know, there's definitely some companies and brands that could be doing better on the people side of things and could be putting out like this beautiful story, but the inner workings Mm -hmm. aren't great. So you wind up like getting into a dream brand and you're like, wow, this is how it is. Like, I'm super disappointed where it's more about, you know, really aligning yourself with a career path and journey that you feel is in alignment with just a total job satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I truly feel like a glow up is. It's taking a look at what you're doing now, maybe what you love, Um, and then saying, you know, can I be doing something even bigger, even better? You know, how can I be challenged even further or a glow up in a sense where maybe it's a company or a culture that's just no longer serving you or, you know, a situation that, um, you know, maybe you do need to have more remote or more hybrid or for whatever that looks like for you and saying, okay, you know, here's what has changed for me from a people point of view or whatnot, you know, how can I get into more alignment with a brand that's going to support, you know, some of the flexibility or just the mission and values of what I hold true now Mm -hmm. that absolutely could be different than what you were 10 years ago, 
for sure. Oh my gosh, so true. <laughs> you know, so I think that, you know, for the career glow up, it's sitting down and getting that clarity to write out potentially all the things you love doing, maybe some of the things you don't, um, you know, certainly seeing if there's potential in your current business to speak up and say, hey, it's a new year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things are, are still evolving here with 2022 as we head in winter and, you know, certainly, um, you know, people are hiring, there's a lot Mm -hmm. going on. So there's still a lot of growth, but also, um, you know, seeing, seeing what opportunities are available, then looking outside and saying like, okay, if there isn't something here for me and my current brand, you know, what maybe I'm not loving to do that could with a pivot, um, you know, give me more job satisfaction or something a little bit different where I'm feeling challenged and not stuck. But just like, you know, I think that it is so important for us to just, you know, keep moving forward with all of the things that we want to do in life that truly make us feel good, that fuel our soul, that give us a balance for whatever that means um, and not chasing the big shiny things, mm-hmm. but really chasing the things that are going to um, let you up inside yeah. and get you excited, Yeah, you know? So there's nothing worse. And we, I'm sure we've all been there and I'm, I'm sure that whoever is listening to this and is in the present moment, they're like, oh, this is totally me. I'm feeling this, you know, when you're in an environment that's yeah. not inspiring, it, it, it actually probably impacts the people around you more than you realize. I know that this has definitely been the case for me to the point where, you know, like in my personal life, I'm being told, Hey, you gotta, you gotta leave this at the door. And you know, those things, like when you are in an, in, uh, an environment that isn't inspiring, that isn't bringing out your best self, maybe because it is a, a misalignment on values or culture or whatever, you know, it's, it's not just you feeling that it's your team feeling that it's your colleagues, it's your family, your loved ones. And Mm -hmm. it's just beneficial for everyone for you to be in the right alignment, to be in the right place. And I guess that that leads me to uh, almost a follow-up question, which is that, do you think that people who are maybe not feeling inspired today will feel, would feel more inspired if they were receiving a promotion or is it something where they, they fully need to pivot? Like how do they figure out what the right next step is for them? Yeah, I would depend. So if you're dreading getting out of bed every day to go to work, a promotion is probably yeah. not going to change that, right? Um, so I would say if you feel valued, seen, heard, um, listen, we know our industry and many industries aren't all about giving hugs and stickers and butterflies. <laughs> accolades and trophies (laughs) especially growing up in in, like in the 90s 2000s you know in retail when all the crazy stuff really was happening too but um you know I think that there is a satisfaction of being recognized Mm -hmm. and appreciated for sure and you know if you're in an environment where Maybe you've been a bit timid to speak up, but you've gotten really great performance reviews and stretch assignments. I mean, brands will always try to hold on to good people, especially right Mm -hmm. now. No one wants to lose a great person in this environment. And I would say if you're someone, you know, that's sitting there um, feeling like this, like my brand's trying to do everything to keep me, you know, have you spoken up? You know, have you asked about what's next? Um, Certainly we're getting into performance time. Mm 
um, wherein don't be afraid, don't be shy um, to speak up and you know maybe talk about some things. If you're in an environment where they're really trying to um, appreciate and show you, your resignation, like you never want anything to be surprised, mm -hmm. right? Because it shouldn't take a resignation for you to be in a promotion situation. Yeah. Sometimes that does happen. And if you truly just love the people and you're, you love what you're doing and it comes at that point, amazing. You have to make the best decision for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but it's like, the question is the devil, you know, worse than the devil, you don't, <laughs> um, you know, and, and really, I think in this day and age, the uncertainty of going somewhere new where, you know, you have it good. A lot of times it takes something like pretty unique and pretty special. Yeah. So I think there's an opportunity for brands to really hold on to people if their people are feeling challenged and seen and heard. Yeah. Now, if you wake up again, going back to dreading going to work every day and you're right, Tracy, like if you start to physically change as a person, your outlook, the way you go through the day, if like little things like really start to annoy you, you get like agitated easily. I mean, there's something deep yeah. there, right? And we sometimes do spend a lot of more time at work sometimes than we do with our family and at homes and especially working from mm -hmm. home. It's like, we feel like we've been all working 24 seven for the past yeah. few years. So um, certainly if you are always on edge, dreading going to work, having panic attacks. It's real, yeah. um, You know, like really getting defensive about things. Like I would say then it's probably time to start having conversations before you start to then want to job search from a place of emotion. Mm -hmm. That's probably the worst thing that anyone can do. Do not make a job switch in a very emotional mm -hmm. state um, because that's when mistakes can be made you know, you're just wanting to get out yeah. and it's like, am I compromising what my career path is? Cause I can't stand it anymore. Yeah. Someone's going to throw a bunch of money at me and it's like, fine. But I'm like, mm. oh, is this really the right thing? <laughs> um, so that would be my, um, my two cents on both sides. Like if you're feeling valued and feeling good, speak up. If you don't want to get out of bed every day, call a recruiter. Yeah. <laughs> call Megan. <laughs> Glow up your resume. Right. Um, start your little brag folder. Yes. Okay. I want to hear 10 accomplishments of what you've done, you know, the past couple of years. What are you really proud yes. of? You know, it's just like start to get yourself in interview mode before you're at yes. a place of frustration where it, I don't care what interviews you go on. If you're going in, and you're in this emotional place, like ready to like Ugh. roll out your company on a red carpet of like toxic. Um, Here are all the reasons why I hate like, where no I one, am. No one's going to hire no. you. No, no, no. No, yeah. <laughs> Here's what I hate about working. <laughs> I mean, sure. Who doesn't love to like yeah. love drama? That's why we watch television, yeah, yeah, right? But, but it's just like not an No, interview. better for the TV. And you know, it makes me yeah. think too about how you have to trust your gut because if you are in a place where you're feeling like, yes, all those small things are really impacting you, my what I have always done in situations like this is I've if I've been able to, I take a little bit of time off to see, okay, is this just me being like a little bit dramatic? Right. You know, am I making a mountain out of a molehill? Or am I actually feeling that this is like my gut reaction to a bad situation? And if at least this has worked for me, if you're coming back from some true R&R &R and you're like, absolutely not. I cannot go back to that place. I'm not excited. I don't feel refreshed. Right. I'd rather be out. That to me is a really good sign that you are not 
necessarily acting emotionally, but you are making an informed right. decision. But I agree with you. You can't bring all those emotions in that way. There's always a way to frame it. You have to be your own PR team and market yourself and, and really figure out how you're going to take the opportunities and not make them look like you're part of the problem, but actually that you've, you've looked to solution them and that you're looking now for something that's a better fit for you. So right. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I get constantly in my DMs as far as a question goes, and I get a lot, but most of them are mm-hmm. focused on breaking into HR, making changes and, and things like that. So mm-hmm. what are some ways that people mm-hmm. can be strategic about making changes, whether it is, you know, maybe shifting industries or breaking into HR, whatever that looks like, you know, thinking through making a change that is not based on experience, but really something brand new. And how does that person know when it's the right time to make a move when they're maybe in a good environment, but they're ready maybe for, for a change? I feel like you said it so beautifully going back to uh, our time in the podcast is, well, first and foremost, to make a strategic, meaningful change where you may be changing departments, um, you know, or, or otherwise, it's dropping the ego, right? It's knowing yeah. that um, if you are wanting to get, you know, in a corporate setting environment, HR, talent, whatever it is, it's understanding that if you're a senior leader in the field or otherwise, um, you know, it may not be the same title and level of responsibility. You got a lot to learn. Yeah. Embracing that fact not only will get your foot in the door um, because anyone is going to be willing to take a chance on somebody that has a self awareness, but I would definitely say, like, get your foot in the door in the right way that feels right for you. So, you know, you don't want to feel like you're taking too many steps back. Um, but I think we also talked about this before, Tracy, too, is especially HR, like, talent acquisition is a great mm-hmm. place to start. Um, because it gets to the heart and the soul of the people, people in the culture of a team and really knowing how to strategically build a team, um, you know, sort of understanding those right questions to ask the people. I mean, that is what gets you involved in people. And then from there, you know, I mean, HR is a lot of laws. It's a lot of compliance. Yeah. Yeah. Even Um, more so now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I would definitely say, um, you know, sort of take those baby steps, um, you know, what, whatever that looks like. And then to kind of pivot industries in and itself. I mean, there are so many people that have, and especially again, on the retail side, bounce between fashion, mm-hmm. beauty, um, watching, watching jewelry, um, tech side of it, you know, the direct to consumer mm-hmm. piece. Um, there's definitely going to be things that you're missing. Um, but again, if you go into an interview saying, here's what I have, here's the value I add, I'm willing to learn, I'm ready to roll up my sleeves, I'm ready to jump in, nine out of 10 times, those soft skills are going to get you hired. Yeah. You know, someone is going to potentially take a chance if they know you have a great attitude yeah. and you're going to align with the team um, and you're teachable and all of those things. This episode is brought to you by Namely. The role of HR has changed drastically over the last couple of years. 
With remote work on the rise, constantly changing compliance requirements, and a historically competitive talent market, making sure your team is supported in their work and community is more crucial than ever. That's why you need Namely, the all-in-one HR solution that offers everything you need to set you up for success along with dedicated support, giving you all the help you need to help your team. Namely helps you easily adapt to the ever-changing workplace and maintain a great employee experience, whether you have 50 or 1,000 employees. With onboarding, performance management, and intuitive benefits enrollment, all in one connected and modern platform. Plus, Namely can streamline your payroll, time tracking, and vacation requests, so you can be everyone's favorite HR leader no matter how your company grows. Companies are built on people. Don't let either fail. Get the support you need and learn more about making the switch to Namely today by going to Namely.com. Don't wait. That's Namely.com. Thinking about, we talked a little bit about hiring and interviewing, but looking ahead, you know, we're talking about a glow up. So naturally that comes with some predictions and some trends. So first and foremost, what are some trends that are, you know, coming, coming into the the space for recruitment, hiring, and interviewing. What are some of those things that maybe are not tr- were not trends last year, but that are trends today? From what you can tell mm, about the pr- like the process, yeah, like or yeah, like when it comes to hiring and interviewing, are there any new trends that people should be thinking about getting ahead of? Yeah, I mean, so a couple of things. First and foremost, I feel like we've gotten a bit more comfortable with the digital side of the video piece, mm-hmm. right? It still blows my mind that, gosh, I mean, I would say for all of the placements that I had personally last year, maybe like one or two people out of like 50 plus um, were in person. Wow. So maybe, <laughs> you know, which is like insane. So maybe that's the insane. time that's out is meeting in person. Maybe it's all about. Yeah. I, it is. It's efficiency. And it's about, you know, sometimes just feeling okay with like meeting a virtual team, mm-hmm. especially for some of these roles that potentially are remote, you know, between Boston, and New York, you know, we sometimes share and now it's kind of exciting to be able to share a candidate pool where mm-hmm. that's a trend too. Like never before have we said, oh, this is a Boston based company find me somebody that's in New York. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? You know, that opens up a whole new can of worms as, you know, Boston love over right. here. But, you know, it's a small city. Let's yeah. face it, yeah. you know. Um, so the talent pool, um, you know, certainly in in some, you know, areas of the business can, can be limited. Um, so it's kind of fun to be able to recruit and even coast to coast, um, depending. Uh, I just talked to somebody today who relocated to LA and they're like, fine, I'll work. East Coast hours because I get up early wow, I love and that. then I'm done in the Ooh, afternoon. Right, that. you have the whole LA afternoon. Wow, that's amazing. No, <laughs> right? note to self. <laughs> no to self. I know. Well, Tra- I know Tracy. I feel like you would take the adventure to Hawaii with me. I, that's yeah. one of the reasons we love traveling there. It's like you don't have like the work scaries. You get a little scared when you're up at 6 a.m. and it's noon mm-hmm. on the East Coast. You're like, oh my God, I am. <laughs> but at least you have like, well, A, I'm supposed to be on vacation, yeah. people. I'm going off tangent, but don't check your emails. But second, when you do, 
Um, but then by noon, Hawaii time, it's 6 yeah. p.m. And like, you're like unbothered. Yeah, yeah it's like, I got the whole day there. ahead of me. <laughs> so yes, if people move across the country, um, not, that's not a trend, but it's a trend, you know, of that remote yeah. talent. So that would be it. The video piece, um, I will tell you, there's a lot more case studies being thrown around than ever before, uh, where you got to put your your money where your mouth is, so to speak, for use of a better term. Like, you know, especially in some of these creative roles, mm-hmm. um, be it social media influencer positions we're hiring for, which is a trend, mm-hmm. influencer marketing, brand partnerships, um, e-com, you know, some marketing things. Uh, again, creative, a lot of brands did their own glow up over the past couple mm-hmm. of years of saying, okay, here's our moment to rebrand a bit show us your work. Let us, you know, give us a situational example. And we want to see the way that you're thinking before we Mm -hmm. put this big salary behind you and bring you on board. And I will tell you, some people I work with definitely take offense to that. Interesting. Like they're, you know, companies are going to be stealing my ideas. Mm. You know, I want to put everything out there. And rightfully so. Like I understand there's definitely certain brands that, um, you know, maybe have, have, this great wealth of knowledge because of all the case studies, but that's not everybody, you know, it's not everyone. Um, You know, if there's something you don't feel comfortable doing, then that's a choice you need to make for yourself. But I will tell you, there's a lot less risks being taken on the hiring Mm -hmm. side. So I think the process could maybe seem a little more intense than before because everyone wants to make sure it's the right fit. So you're going to have to virtually show up. You're going to have to be able to articulate what, and you're going to have to show them Yeah. why. Yeah. Or even for somebody that may be listening in that is a hiring manager, if you're getting pushback from someone not wanting to do a case study, it's a flag. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, well, this is a part of the interview process. I mean, I've worked with big global brands too, and I don't know if you've heard of this, that use video recording systems called hire view, um, wherein you don't get a first interview with HR. You get a first interview with a system that asks you five questions and you got 30 seconds. (laughs) It's like the bachelor, um, you know, of, uh, recording your best answer and, you know, pressing play and record and save and upload and pray it all goes well. But that is something that we've had to get comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was starting before the pandemic, but I think that streamlining processes and conversations and the time that it takes, like HR does not have the time anymore yeah. to be doing all these first round interviews in some brands with the amount of hiring that has to go yeah. on. Can you imagine? I mean, especially for like a temp mm-hmm. or seasonal or, um, you know, in certain roles or functions where you have to hire a lot of people in a short period of time. Um, so I would say, you know, definitely get comfortable with video. And if something doesn't feel right in the process, don't move forward, but know that um, it's an it's it's a process for everybody. It's interesting. I actually so. did an, uh, a podcast episode and interviewed um, a CEO of a of a brand. His name is Mike Seidel, and we talked about human interaction in interviewing and hiring, and that these systems can play a role, but there's a certain way that they can play a role without replacing that human element. And I think that is something that. You know, in this next question, we'll, de- we'll probably come back to this, but it's something that I know there's obviously a lot of interest in because it's so much work. There's so much just there's so much labor that goes into hiring. And with the 
great reshuffle as it's now been rebranded because I, apparently it's no longer the great resignation, even though oh, it is still okay. the great resignation. Like I'm here for a rebrand. I've rebranded a million right. times, but all right. it's apparently yeah. now we have to say the great reshuffle, but I, I mean, okay. it is what it is. What, regardless of what you call it, hundreds mm-hmm. and hundreds and hundreds of people are resigning for different opportunities or resigning to take time off. And that is just mm-hmm. the fact. And mm-hmm. one of the questions, really, it's it's probably my last question for you, which is really around the predictions that you have around the job market for 2022. I would love to share my predictions and maybe we can have a little brainstorm here and, and maybe there are some things yeah. that listeners will be able to look out for or also predict themselves. Because something that I always like to do as a candidate at any point is really think about, okay, well, what is going to allow me to stick out? What is going to get me to the next step? Because you always, I mean, it is a competition. You're competing with other candidates. You're competing in your own career. And so you have to kind of be one step ahead. So one of the predictions that I have for 2022 is actually more attrition. I think that there are going to be even more examples of people being understaffed and turning over because of the present challenges with staffing. Like I think that that is playing a huge role. But what I do think, and this is the the positive side to that, because obviously there are a lot of that's like super saddening. But I think that what will come of that is that I think companies that are not people first are either not going to make it or they're going to go through an incredible shift, which will be good for everyone if they do. Um, but there are companies that I'm even you know aware of today that still are you know talking about five days of PTO or ten days of PTO, and you can't use them until you've worked for six months and yeah, or like you don't get your benefits on day one. And those things there, they were antiquated last year. They are. And once a candidate knows that it's done, the game is over, they're going somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So I think those, those companies that, you know, are very used to saying, Oh, people are going to work for us because we are X. I think that's going to be long gone this year. So what are what are your predictions yeah. for this year? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to take a lot to get people on board from bo- both sides. Yeah. Um, and I would also say that as much selling as a person should do for themselves in the interview process, please, any brands, companies, CEOs are just putting this out in the universe it is a bit of a brand responsibility mm-hmm. to share why someone should work there as well mm-hmm. and to create a process in, you know, the, the whole interview, you know, start to finish of everyone being able to articulate in an amazing way, mm-hmm. you know, how would somebody describe the culture? You know, what do people love um, enjoying working here? Sure. Like other, other perks and benefits. I mean, it, it, honestly, is probably the third thing that comes out of anyone's mouth. I'm talking to you on the candidate side are what are the benefits, which, you know, I really haven't, yeah, in my 10 plus years doing this, it, you know, was always about, you're right, the brand, <laughs> the big shiny brand. Um, and, and a lot of times they would compromise mm-hmm. on a shortened PTO schedule mm-hmm. or whatever to be like, oh, I'm going to get my foot in the door. But it's not the case. People want balance. This is not an easy industry. Mm-hmm. It's an industry where if you're not balanced, you get burned out real quickly. Um, you know, I, I hope also from a field point of view, 
gone are the days are like, you're going to work six days through the holidays, open and close, and we'll give you four um, PTO days to use in January. Oh, okay. If I'm not yeah. dead. Oh, and by know, the way, like, there's not going to be enough staff to actually cover your days. So you can't take them anyway. <laughs> right. Or just like, we're going to set up this cut yeah. and it's like, come on. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we, the pandemic has done a bit of a service reshuffling. We're in mm in large masses, people can't just flock and come into stores. Yeah. You know, I remember the days of working at Louis Vuitton where, oh my God, I think, you know, at any given Mother's Day or Valentine's Day, I'm probably helping like 15 people mm. at the same time. That's not luxury. No. Um, and nothing to beat that up. I mean, you're talking like 2006, seven, um, where it was just like, let's, let's make the dollars. <laughs> let's get in there. Let's sell as many speedies as we can. But, um, now you're seeing more of a controlled environment where it's about building relationships, mm -hmm. clienteling, being able to spend that one-on-one -on -one time with people. And I think for someone front facing, like that's really satisfying, yeah. um, when you're not trying to run around like a chicken with your head cut off and, and, you know, that limits a little bit of the exhaustion. But I would say for sure predictions 2022, like brands need to do a better job talking about their why and making workplaces desirable versus the mentality of, well, somebody would be so, so lucky, lucky to work here. Yeah, it's so true. How does someone who, you know, is ready to make a change, they're excited, they're going in, they're, they're ready to go, and they're meeting with different companies, how and which questions, but really how do they figure out the essence of the organization to really understand if what they're walking into is going to be the right fit for them? Because naturally, just as the candidate is hopefully presenting their best selves, the employer is also hopefully presenting their best selves. So what are some things that you know candidates can do to really understand whether it's going to be the right fit? And there isn't something yeah. you know under behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. That they yeah. Don't know like about. what's going on. First and foremost, I mean, at any given point, if you're ever feeling stuck in an interview or you feel like all your questions have been answered, one thing, people typically tend to love to talk about themselves. So um, turn it around on the interviewer and say, what do you love about working here? Mm. What brought you to this company? Tell me about your, your journey to this brand. That right there, my friend, Zuh, um, you know, if someone can rightfully say that, um, oh my gosh, like I've been here for X amount of years, like there's been so much growth, like the executive leadership team mm. has been in place, I've had the same boss, you know, just things like where someone, you can see someone's eyes light up to be like, I truly enjoy like yeah. what I do unless they're like a full-on paid actor um where you know there's like just kind of like blind face mm -hmm. and just like yeah it's amazing you know you typically can feel out somebody's energy and then the second part is how would a counterpart or how would someone in the business if I talk to somebody in x y and z department how would they describe working here um you know I think any of those like direct questions mm -hmm. about the how someone would describe and why work here, um, that is a pretty telltale sign. What you can pick up is, oh, you know, I've had three bosses in three years. Mm. Hmm. Maybe a little red flag. Yeah. Or the last person in this role lasted two months. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's another good question to ask. You know, what happened to the former yes. person in this role? Oh, that is always a good If one. you hear, oh, they got promoted, you're like, oh, wow, succession. Mm -hmm. 
if you are here saying, oh, this is the fifth time we fill this role, hmm, why? Mm -hmm. And be bold, please, everyone. Be bold. This is as much as your interview as it is theirs. Be professional. Yeah. But be a little bold in the sense where sometimes these questions can be a little fearful to ask because, you know, again, it's a confrontation piece of like, do we really want to hear what the answer is going to be? But you're doing yourself a disservice if you think there's all these amazing bells and whistles and you get in and you make a mistake. Hmm. Um, truly, a company is going to show you their true colors in an interview process. So eyes wide open, yeah. everybody, you know, of how you're treated before, after, during, the follow-up, mm. all the things. I love that. So it's those are two good questions for sure, but also be aware of the process and how it's being managed. I love that. Uh, honestly, I feel like that is the perfect place to leave this because you're leaving all of us, including myself, but all of the listeners with so much to take away because, I mean, it is it is a beautifully competitive market out there for a candidate. And it is, I've been saying on the last few podcasts that for the last, really probably the last two months that we are, the employee is in the driver's seat and the candidate is in the driver's seat. And so if you are equipped with these tools, um, all of you listening, then you will hopefully make better decisions and and hopefully even be able to pick between a few offers or a few companies and really um, weigh the you know the decision. And and I think with that, I I just want to say, Megan, thank you so much for being on the podcast and for being such a, an amazing friend and colleague and everything in between. I mean, um, it's a, it's been such a pleasure watching you grow and your podcast grow. Um, and with that, I would love for all of the listeners to know where to find you and where they can um, keep up with you and, and maybe even ask you some questions. Sure. Yeah, no. Well, thank you, Tracy. And it's, you know, a true telltale sign of just how to build a very beautiful and I would say, you know, again, this word is used a lot, but genuine relationship where, um, you know, it's, it's a series of, of time it takes to really kind of build up trust mm -hmm. and um you know support for each other so it's, it's honestly I, I so appreciate you being there from day one with me and here we are now so thank you for all you do and and for all your support as well but yeah to find me on the recruitment side i have so many parts of my business um you know i i sit uh at the bowerman group which you can find us on linkedin and um you know we post jobs we also have our website bowermangroup.com um, where people can come and apply to jobs that we work on in the retail, corporate, and wholesale space. Um, I also do a lot of executive development and career development, personal development coaching through my own platform, which is Megan Hool. Um, so my website, www.meganhool.com. And um, my podcast is called Pivot with Purpose. And very much like you, yes, on all the platforms where we talk about career pivots, Tracy's been on there. So, you know, everyone go listen to her episode as well. And, um, you know, we have a lot of great advice. It's going to be a new season coming up. Um, so a lot of ways to engage. You can find me on LinkedIn uh, under Megan Hool as well. Please connect, shoot me a little message, ask me any questions. I I'm totally here to be a network and a resource for anyone who needs it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Megan. Yeah. And to all of the listeners out there, I will put um, all of those links in the show notes so you don't have to grab a pen and paper. We will make it super easy for you to just click and, and be connected. That is the beauty of the technological world, I suppose. But thank you so much, Megan. This was amazing. Thanks, Tracy.